Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, one of the fun things we get to do and say, we're, I'm, I'm working today. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com, we'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Out here live at the Breeders' Cup. Final stretch. Tickets uh, are available for horse racing's biggest moment of the year. The world's best are at Santa Anita. With Breeders' Cup World Championships today and tomorrow. Countdown begins now. Get tickets today at Breeders' Cup. Da-ka. Da-ka. Um, well, we get to Thursday Night Football, which was super competitive and somewhat compelling as the Pittsburgh Steelers got a win. Or we can get to um, Victor Webinyama, but I even think Victor Webinyama covers up the real story of that game, which is not Victor Webinyama 38-10. Holy cow, as good as advertised. I did see uh, Rachel Nichols earlier today said uh, his ceiling is higher than LeBron's. I didn't know that was possible since LeBron James uh, is considered by many people to be among the top 
two, by many people, to be among the top two players of all time. That's um, hyperbole much, I, I guess. But the point is that everyone thinks this guy, everybody thought this guy was going to be a star. We just thought it might take a little bit longer. And uh, he just, he, they, they just beat the Suns twice in the Valley. Twice. Uh, to me, the story of that game, though, is not Victor Webinyama. He was awesome. It's not that the Suns got swept by the Spurs, especially the first game when they're up 20. It's that the Spur, the, the, the Suns, and this is granted, we're in November. They'll work through some things. They still, we still haven't debuted their big three as Brad Beal's yet to play this year. They did have Devin Booker last night, and he was outstanding in their comeback. They end up tying it up in the fourth quarter before kind of getting boat raised, losing by, I think it was nine. But the bigger point is, man, the Suns can't guard anybody. Right? Can't guard, can't, couldn't, couldn't stop a nosebleed. That's the bigger question. And I think one of the questions leading into the Bucks this season, as you know, Dan Byer, really well is, hey, the Bucks have been built around defense, and, yeah, it let them down against Jimmy Butler, but the, uh, the Bucks are a much more offensive-minded team. What yeah. happens when they get to the playoffs this year? Yeah, and the Bucks' defense has stunk as well to start the season. I would just throw caution to the wind and say, where where are we at right now? What team is truly locking down on defense? Um, not that these teams don't have deficiencies, but we're talking about guys missing games, other teams having team meetings, all of that stuff. And just because the defense coming out of the gate is not on point, I'm not I'm not too worried. Here we are on November third, when the when the season started a week and a half ago. Oh, that's fair. I think that, that, that's completely and totally fair. Completely and totally fair. Um, okay, and then we got Thursday Night Football. And that other voice you hear is that of Dan Beyer. Of course, uh, joining me all day long. The Breeders' Cup taking place. Uh, well, we don't have the Breeders' Cup races just yet. Only the first race is in the books. I, I have to tell you, like, there's, this is one of those days where if you're not from the area and you roll into Southern California and you're like, what's the big deal? You got traffic, you got smog, you got homeless people, you got high taxes, you got this polar thing where, you know, one county's far left, one county's far right, can't figure out what to do. And then you go, why do people, and then they walk outside at Santa Anita and they go, oh, oh, I'm, I'm never leaving this place. It's, this is a Rose Bowl type of day, right? Rose Bowl, by the way, is only about, mm, yeah. Probably a 10-minute drive, maybe, 10-minute drive where you go across the 210 um, into a ravine, and uh, that's where you get the Rose Bowl. And so maybe that's part of it, but it is an amazing day. And the San Gabriels that are so much a part of the Rose Bowl when the sun sets in the third quarter, entering the fourth quarter, are the same mountains that you will see here in the various shots at Santa Anita. So that is uh, something to be familiar with. If, if you aren't with race uh, horse racing, but you are a college football fan or always tune into the Rose Bowl. Same mountains, just different times of day. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a very, very, very good call. Uh, John Ramos is opening up his is first Pepsi of man. the day. Well, there you, it is. You know, with that sound, that could have been a beer. All right, we got a race going. All right, come on, number nine. Let's do it, number nine. You're, you're number nine? Yeah. Who is didn't your you ticket just say number nine? The, didn't you say number I nine? I said the five, the seven, the nine in the box. Okay. Okay, five, seven, and nine in the box. And right. I, I don't profess to be any sort of handicapper. 
I tell people all the time, and we'll talk about in the pod, that uh, I basically have two or three guys that are handicappers, mm -hmm. and they send me their picks, and then I go with who I'm feeling like has the best info, just kind of on feel. What do you do? Do you do do you do you look at the numbers? Do you know what what a uh, race form looks I, like? I have you... no I have no ties whatsoever. <laughs> I just heard you say five seven nine in the box, so I went up to the window and said, "Give me number nine, win place." The nine show. is fly a fantasy. Yes, fly is, a fantasy, which is a fantasy of mine to win this race that is going on right now. Come on, number nine. All right, we're in. Fifth right now, I believe. Here's what I appreciate about John. Come on. Okay. Uh, just John, basically, who's in the just lead? Just get third. Um, I think number five's in the lead. Okay. Is the seven and the nine? Are they going to win play, play show? Jeez. Uh, number nine is not. Number nine has fallen back. That's not good. No, it, it is not. But, but I think your five went pretty well. I can't see. My eyes aren't that good on that screen, but it is just out our window here. Uh, the five is Marinda, one of the favorites. I think okay. One of the favorites to win. And uh, Marinda has only run in one race this year and won it. So wins, it's 2-0 and oh, uh, right now. Kind of like the, the Eagles were last year. Actually, Eagles even this year running out to a, a few. So, so what do we got? What is what is in the exacta box? I have not seen it just uh, as of yet. Okay, 7-4-5. There, there it is. So this, this race is called the Golden State Juvenile Phillies. Yes. I'm assuming they spent some time in prison before... They were uh, 18? Uh, it's for Golden State eligible California bred or California sired fillies that are only two-year-olds. Okay? That's it. That's that's basically what it comes down to. Two-year-olds, which means yes. whoever wins. And did you say the seven one or I thought the five won? The, the seven, seven was the co-favorite. Yeah. Grand Slam yep. Smile. Petite Filet took four, uh, second and uh, Marinda took third. Okay. That's what we have here. So Grand Slam Smile. Uh, that's the seven, the seven, the four, the five. Is that what we have? Yep, that's what we have. Okay, Doug. so what, what it means is when you have a two-year-old Philly, granted all California bred, now California Smile, you start to go like, oh, could that be a derby horse? Because the two-year-old, which means the three-year-old, that was seven furlongs. How long is a furlong? Anybody? Is it a quarter mile? I don't know. You, you tell me. Seven furlongs. <laughs> I don't believe it's a quarter mile. <laughs> I thought mile. you knew the answer. I didn't think oh, it was I a mean, legitimate question. It's like the Saturday Night Live skit, right? Well, it's, it's a little bit like who's on first. I don't know, second base. <laughs> How long is a furlong? Okay, Anybody? Sure. Eight furlongs make a mile, it says. Eight okay, furlongs so it's, make a mile? So it's one-eighth of a mile. It's 220 yards. 220 yards. So eight, eight furlongs make a, make a mile? So it's seven furlongs? So they went seven furlongs in however long this, this, this race went, whatever the time is? Let's move it. And those are only two-year-olds. So these are their first major events, and they're still trying to figure out these horses and who got a clean trip and who did not. Uh, that but one's there, on the dirt, there's on the a, turf. There, there's, here's a perfect – this is, this is the, the interesting thing about it. You gave me three horses. You mentioned three horses. I didn't understand completely the lingo, so I apologize. And I'm not trying to sound stupid. I don't completely understand. But what you did was you had, okay, five, seven, and nine. Five and seven were in that – Win place or show, top three. If I would have just taken one of those, but instead I took the long shot on nine trying to win big. But certain information well, that's where was, the money is pretty good. Yeah, it is. The money's in the long shot? Yes. So my system, you know, everyone's got a system. Hmm. Um, I'm going to show – if I showed up right now and I looked up at the, uh, at the odds and I wanted to get money down right now, I'd throw out the favorite and bet the next three favorites 
in an exacta box. That's my system. Throw out the favorite, the next three favorites in an exacta box. I should make some money on that bet. Um, okay, that's an interesting philosophy. I like that John just went, he basically went Dodger Stadium on us right here uh, on the show where he went Pepsi and a hot dog, which is not a Dodger dog, but a Dodger dog is, in fact, just a normal hot dog. My man, is that is that a hot dog on the uh, table there? I was also going to Re- say. Relish and mustard, we, is that what I, I noticed? Mel- relish and mustard. We are, we are not even two years removed from uh, being from, admonished. From, from, from Super Bowl game? For... for uh, for Lunchgate at Super Bowl 56. Okay, let me, let me, let me set this. Day, let me, let what are they going to do, fire the John? The was littered with Pepsi, man, hot dogs, man. and relish. So for and people who don't know dinosaur the, sippy cup. So for people who don't know the imitation, our big boss is a gentleman named Don Martin. And Don is a big old barrel-chested, sometimes he wears cowboy boots, walks in, and, and every sentence becomes with, goes with, my man, and uh, he, has, he has a big voice and personality. And a year, almost two years ago, at the Super Bowl in downtown Los Angeles, right, at the convention center, we have a beautiful set. Keep this in mind. John does not go on the road much. John has been back in the studio all these years, and every once in a while he goes out to a remote in Los Angeles where his Rams are playing in the Super Bowl. This was a big deal for him to get out of the studio. Well, this wasn't John's fault. This was actually my fault. Oh, no, it definitely was your fault. I'm yeah. just trying to set the scene for how oh, John plays. Oh, okay, I'll tell you okay, whose okay. fault it wasn't, the what? guy who didn't have lunch that day. That would you. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> so, so it, it, and how it works at the Super Bowl is we get there at, you know, locally our show was at the time 12 to 3, but you get there about 9, 9.30 because they send people up to tape with you or whatever, and you walk in, and by the time you get to about noon, if you've been, and I live an hour at least away, and, you know, with the traffic there, it was like an hour and a half. So, you know, your day starts at 8. You have your coffee and your morning breakfast or whatever. By the time you get to noon, like, you are hungry. So there was a yard house, of course, right next to L.A. Live, or there was some, I think it was yard house that day. And, you know, like, look, I had to blow the dust off the wallet. People know I'm, I'm not exa- I'm, I'm more on the frugal side anyway. But I thought, everybody's been here. I'm just going to buy lunch for people. That was my altruism. That's like the best I can do. And... Uh, lunch was purchased. It, everybody had theirs except for Dan Beyer. Dan's Doug, trying Doug, to do. The, Doug bought it. Did you mention that? You, you yeah, covered. I did. Yeah, I you did. were nice and, enough, right? And Dan's trying to do the right thing and going like up two flights of stairs in order just to get a water refill. <laughs> and I remember Dan's like, "I got to get water, but I got to go out of here and up two flights of stairs or whatever." So while we have no, we, we're on tape, which we call it tape, even though it's not actually tape. We get it. Um, and we and John Ramos was there, and we're having a nice little spread on top of this beautiful set. Uh, we were accosted by our boss for uh, being. Um, a well, bit we messy. would be three of us, but not you, Doug. You were you were not there for some reason. <laughs> no, we I was caught the flack. Right, because what yeah. happened was I went behind the the set or something, and ate as fast as I could. Sure. Leave, as fast leaving as your I could. soup behind. On I the did desk. leave my soup behind. There was no soup for me. <laughs> it was. It was just left on stage for evidence. And for these us poor to be guys friends. get yelled at. And, but then it was, and and then it was like, who ordered this food? And I knew they weren't happy with me, so I just avoided him the whole rest of the week. That's what happened. I, just, <laughs> I, I, just I love. The- oh man, what party are you going to tonight? Like, I don't know. Where are you going? I'll be at a different one because I don't want to get yelled at for for <laughs> having all that food up on the table. My favorite part was the the runner who got us the lunch. Dollars, that day. Huh? 
the runner who went and got you yes. know a, a great employee of iHeart Media. Um, when I went back to them the next day to see if they could do a runner for a lunch again, they're like, "No, you guys are on your own." I think the ripple effect of the boss seeing the trash on the stage was also felt by all. Yeah, we aren't running a DoorDash. You know, people have other duties to do. <laughs> that's, that's true. So actual yes, professionals, yes. sales meetings, actual work. And what, by the way, is a super hectic week. So, but hey, I digress. I hope the hot dog was good, John. It was, was it good? Delicious, delicious is the yeah. word in from John Ramos. Uh, also, there was a going away party for John Ramos yesterday. Where I've, I've I don't. How could we even have a roast for John Ramos? He's probably the only unroastable human being I know. <laughs> Everybody else has flaws. There were none exposed. Um, it would be boring, I guess. Right? It would be. Yeah. It would be very, very boring. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Also, got to talk about Victor Webinyama. I just. Uh, this is Kevin Durant who. Um, is arguably or inarguably the greatest scorer of this generation, these last 15 years in the NBA, and just in terms of pure score. Here's KD on Wemby last night. Yeah, I don't see anybody else in this game. I know he's, and we, both, we both skinny, and I'm sure he said he watched me growing up, but he's, a, he's his own player. I don't think he uh, – I'm sure he watched so many great players in the league and tried to emulate just about everybody. You could tell um, – and his, uh, his enthusiasm for the game, you know, you could tell that through the TV and playing against him. So he's his own player, player person. He's going to create his own lane. It's much different than anybody who's ever played. And um, you could try to compare, but he's going to carve out his own lane. Yeah, he wanted no part of the, uh, the, the comp thing. KD wanted no part of it. I, I just, the more you watch Wemby, the more you get impressed by him. And then the more you think, that guy looks exactly like one of my son's created players on 2K. You know? It's like, what if we created a really, really good 6'6", 6'7", player, only we stretched him to 7'6". That's what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, The shot were... of him and Durant on the box was crazy. Yeah. We're, I mean, Kevin Durant usually seen as 7 feet tall, just bigger, taller, longer, and he's looking up at Victor Webinyama. The show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection, just one place. Bundle and save, Progressive.com. Coming up next, live on the Doug Gottlieb Show from the Tyrac.com studios, Mark Dominic joins us. We'll give us, get his thoughts on the changes made in Vegas with the Raiders, on if the Titans made the right call with Will Levis, and did the Steelers figure out their offensive woes last night? That's all coming up next, but first, hey everybody, it's Doug Gottlieb. We're live here at the 40th running of the Breeders' Cup World Championships at iconic Santa Anita Park. They're coming to you live from the races today, but there's going to be some epic international racing all weekend. i got to tell you, the Breeders' Cup is one of my favorite events all year. The world's greatest are here at Santa Anita, and you can really feel it. We're talking about the best horses, jockeys, trainers, owners uh, from all over the world, battling it out for their share of $31 million in purses and awards. Stakes are high, to say the least and it really creates an exciting atmosphere. This year, you can cash in on it, too. Head to BreedersCup.com slash contest to play the million-dollar finish for a chance to win $1 million in cash. It's free to play, and all you have to do is pick the correct order of finish for tomorrow's Breeders' Cup Classic. So head to BreedersCup.com slash contest now and tune in 
all championship action live starting today at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Mark Dominic joins us, of course, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, Mark, let, let's start with the news of the week. The Raiders clean house after a Monday night loss. Gone is the general manager, Dave Ziegler. Gone is the head coach, Josh McDaniels. Gone is the offensive coordinator. Um, what did you think of the move? 
Well, I mean, the game was very frustrating to watch this as a football fan, regardless if you were a Raiders fan or not. It was a very, um, it looked like a game where Jimmy Garoppolo certainly did not feel comfortable, did not feel protected in the pocket, took too many sacks, too many hits. I was surprised. I thought that they might last a couple more weeks to kind of see where they end up and where they are as an organization. But I have a feeling Mark Davis is probably looking at the quarterback position going, we traded away Carr, and I think we're worse. And, and I think that's the big piece. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I said. It's like, look, you can screw up all the other stuff, but when you screw up the quarterback, yep. um, that, that's what gets you fired, and maybe a little bit sooner than, than, than people thought. Um, you're hearing lots of chatter that, you know, Antonio Pierce is going to energize them. We saw Rich Bisaccia, uh really energize them a couple years ago after Gruden was let go, but it, it's kind of a clunky roster. What do you think of their prospects heading forward? Yeah, I mean, Aiden O'Connell is going to be the starter. That's the rookie they drafted, obviously, out of Purdue. He's going to be able to jump in there and be the starter, but they get to play the Giants. I know it sounds like something we wouldn't have expected to say it this way based off of last year's Giants, but the Raiders might have some energy. I've worked with Antonio Pierce for years at ESPN. He certainly has a lot of that juice you're talking about. Um, will he make the right game-time decisions and those kind of things? It'll be interesting. He's been, obviously, more of a coach than what Jeff Saturday had been uh, with his uh, college career. But I, I, I see it as uh, I think the Raiders can go out and win this game. And I think it's not just going to be because there's a needed boost. I think there's a belief in that locker room that everybody wanted a little bit of change. And now they've got it. And I think that that you know, motivate players to play at a different level. And I think the Raiders have the skill set around the quarterback to be able to make enough plays to beat the Giants. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um Mark Dominic is our, is our guest. All right, let's let's get to last night. Uh, what are your thoughts now that we've seen Will Levis start twice at quarterback for the Titans? Yeah, I still thought Will played okay. I mean, it wasn't as anything like his first performance, and obviously his first performance was stellar. But it was where you know a lot of times when I look at Doug, when you're watching a young quarterback uh, in a tight game like this, they still let him throw the ball 39 times. That tells me they have a lot of confidence in his ability to process read defenses, make decisions. And I know he had the interception, but I just it tells you a lot about it. Because a lot of times, if you remember Malik Willis, the same situation a year ago, he thrown the ball 12 times, maybe 15 times in a game. Last night they threw it 39 times in a tight ball game. And so I, that, I would think, as a Titans fan, if you are one, would give you confidence that coaches feel like he can handle more. And if you can continue to do that, I think you'll see more and more accomplishment. But I think it's the Will Levis show. I know they're talking about Tannehill coming back when he gets healthy. We'll see what Mike Vrabel does. To me, you've got to figure out this position, and you've got to decide if Will Levis is the quarterback of 2024 and 25, not is Tannehill still the guy. So I think you stick with the young rookie, and you find out through the rest of the season if you're looking in the draft or if you're moving forward with Will Levis as your franchise. What about, um, what about the Pittsburgh Steelers? They've obviously had a ton of offensive woes. Is what you saw last night uh, think anything has changed? No, I mean, I, you know, I know that uh, it's, it's a team that Kenny Pickett, I think, when you look at the quarterback, uh, we talked about this in the preseason, I said, I think Kenny Pickett's a guy that can win you games. I just don't know if he can win you championships. And I feel like that's what it is. I, I, I know that their running game isn't really coming together the way they want. I know that you've talked about Najee Harris and, and your feelings on him, and I think they're coming to fruition. Uh, but I think, all in all, I think this team just is a good football team with a good defense, but not a a team that I think has got a chance to make a long run to the postseason, even though they're sitting here today with another winning record under Coach Tomlin. 
Mark Dominic's our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Trade deadline gave us the Washington Commanders uh, shedding two talented defensive linemen, but two potential free agents they obviously didn't want to pony up to keep. Um, who do you think did the best around the trade deadline? Yeah, I think two teams. I, I do think, uh, you know, San Francisco giving up a third, I think it's good value for San Francisco. It, it obviously looks like a, a pick that's going to be at the end of the third round somewhere. Now you're talking about the 90th pick in the possible draft for a guy that has been able to stay on the field and stay healthy and can make plays. Uh, I think a two, you know, I think for the Bears and, and Montez Sweat, I think they're looking at that long-term extension, and I would expect the deal to probably come to fruition before free agency hits just because you don't give up a two if you're the Bears situation, knowing you could lose the guy. That doesn't make sense to me. And also with Chase Young, you know, if for some reason he doesn't stay at San Francisco going forward, he becomes a free agent, and then there's a compensatory pick you may re- receive. So I like it for that reason. I also like Arizona. I think moving, you know, trading for Josh Jobs was a little bit of a surprise when they got him. I think being able to trade him away, because I know we all know that Arizona is kind of about the 2024 draft. So to be able to recoup a pick for Josh Dobbs at the same time while Kyler Murray's working himself back, I thought that was a good move by Monty Austin, fourth their general manager. Um, what is your sense of what's going to happen with the Patriots in the upcoming offseason? So they've certainly been competitive, uh, you know, and, I, and there's been the reports that Belichick has got his deal. I think the Patriots are back in the drawing board at quarterback. I think they're going to probably relook at that position and kind of make a sense of, like, uh, you know, where they could be end up picking. Uh, it could certainly put them in a spot to be able to grab a quarterback. So I think, as Belichick always does homework on quarterbacks, I think this year will be even more specific. And, and I think this is a team that also, as we've talked about, it's got to find better skilled players, and it's got to be more aggressive at the wide receiver position. And it could be there, too. It could be that they go wide receiver, then quarterback. It depends on how Mac Jones plays. If Mac Jones stays in kind of that, that – Malay's kind of a look of a, of a player, and, and Bailey Zappi, you know, if he gets more opportunity, kind of jumps into his role, but it is still the same. I, I just think that they'll, they'll lean at quarterback. If they continue to kind of look like they do, and, and you're saying, hey, look, they're competitive, and we just got it's because we don't have the right skill set around our guys, well, then I'd sit there and say, Mac Jones might get one more year, uh, but my gut instinct is it's, it's Mac's going to have to play better than what his, you know, it's not his completion percentage, it's the touchdowns that just aren't coming for him. Do the Kansas City Chiefs have enough weaponry? And and I bring this up because they went out and traded for McCole Hardman, um, and this is after a stinker. And, and granted, like, Mahomes is sick. You know, everybody has a stinker. But they've kind of been flirting with this all year. Now they go over to Germany. They're going to take on Miami. I just There's a lot of questions about whether or not they actually have the offensive weaponry to go along with Mahomes to win like they've the level that they've won at previously. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they're probably at a good spot. I think Rice is coming in, the, the second-round pick out of SMU, the wide receiver, seems to be gaining steam in the offense, and that's kind of what they needed, as well as, obviously, Harper bringing that vertical push that they want to continue to have on this, on this offense as well so that they can take Kelsey and work him down the middle, and you've got to be careful with that safety. So I think on that spot, I think they're in pretty good shape. I, again, I, I still felt like Kansas City should have added some type of a, a bigger back uh, either at the trade deadline or in the draft or something like that where when they need to finish out a, a four-minute drive and they can just hand it to a running back and he'll rush it three times for hopefully 10 or 11 yards. That's going to be the only thing I wonder if they have that piece of the puzzle when it gets to postseason time. Mark Dominic joins us, of course, 20-plus uh, years in NFL front offices and scouting, the general manager at one time for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Bryce Young's caught a lot of heat. 
Uh, he's looked very small, but he did go and get a win against the Houston Texans last week. Um, is there any change to the narrative that uh, the Panthers picked the wrong guy? No, I think what we got to see with Bryce Young, to your uh, thoughts, are that we've got to see it compound and start to grow, right? There'll be building blocks where he feels more and more comfortable about what he's doing on the football field and how he's doing it. And that we see that progression, that growth in him, now that we're almost to the halfway point of the season, you know, he'll go, they, obviously they play, you know, Gardner Minshew and the Colts, they come back and play the Bears. So it's a couple teams where you'd like to think that, you know, this is a chance for Bryce Young to kind of stack some wins after the bye and be able to put it back to back. But the thing that we want to see out of this Carolina Panthers offense is just more offense, right? They've only scored uh, over 20, what is it, 27 points one time all season. Um, so they've got to put more points on the board or they're going to struggle, struggle. So that's where Bryce Young has to be able to trust his guys around him and watch him take chances with the ball. We saw that with Will Levis week one when he got the start. Like, he was willing to say, hey, look, these guys are going to go make plays. I'm going to put the ball out there and see if they can do it. Bryce has got to trust that instead of thinking about the check down and doing the right thing. I want to see him be more aggressive with that football. We, we talked a little bit about the Niners and what they've added to their defense. Brock Purdy struggled with interceptions recently. Uh, where are you on Bryce, uh, excuse me, Brock, Brock Purdy and whether or not Brock is good enough to win them a Super Bowl? Yeah, I think he's good enough to win them a Super Bowl. I, I'm going to bet on what I've seen for 10 games, not the last two or three, you know. And it's, I think the, the bye week came at the right time for them in terms of just like licking wounds, getting guys healthy, bringing in Chase Young, and saying, showing the locker room, hey, look, we're in this to win this this year. And I think that'll be something good for Brock Purdy and, and just to get himself, you know, again, this week off. is it's, For a football player, when you're on your bye week, it's really great for your body because your body's hurting all the way. and You know it's going to hurt the rest of the way, but when you get the extra three, four, five days of rest off your body, it's a big deal. And so I really want to see in a big matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars when they come out next week how they play, but I, I still believe Brock Purdy can win you Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see. I mean, yeah, obviously he had the concussion, then he you know, knocked his head around again. Like you said, the, the week off, I still wonder – if things go bad, if the better option isn't sitting behind him in Darnold. I, part of this is I'm like one of the last remaining stockholders in Sam Darnold LLC, right? I just – or Sam Darnold Inc. I just uh, – you know. Um, Cowboys punished the Rams. Was that more about the Cowboys and changes or more about the Rams? I think it was more about the Cowboys uh, kind of living to the expectations I've had on them for the beginning of the season uh, to be, you know, go out there and say, hey, look, we can do this. And, again, the Cowboys get a, an amazing test this week with the Philadelphia Eagles, which is going to be a, kind of a must-see game in the afternoon uh, this weekend. So I think this is the Cowboy team, I, again, that started the season pummeling the Jets, beat the Giants, that kind of team. Uh, so I'm expecting this to kind of continue to grow. And I think it's just like one of those ones where you go back and you watch the film on Monday, and yet you still see mistakes and things that you could have done better, knowing that you're not where you need to be. But I think that they were, uh, again, coming out of a bye week, and being ready to play was a big deal. And I think the health starting to feel like it's coming together, as, even though you know they're going to still be out with a couple of defensive players that they're really probably not going to be able to replace this year. Mark, awesome stuff, man. Have yourself a great, enjoy, enjoyable uh, sports weekend. Thanks for being our guest, as always, on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Doug, for having me on, buddy. Have a good uh, one, too. You're the best. Mark Dominic joining us, making us uh, more smarter, as they, as, as they say. The show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy. And affordable, get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live at the Tyrac.com studios. How well do you know the ponies at the Breeders' Cup? You'll find out next. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live 
every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is me. overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft i'm your host andrew levy and i'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With all the boys betting on uh, all the all the horses in the third race, still trying to figure out who actually won. Photo finish. Photo finish. Man, the Senator Ken Matty stakes. Oh, Senator Ken Matty, huh? You remember Senator Ken Matty? Oh, yeah. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Oh, Elm Drive second. Yes. Wet My Beak was the winner. Wet oh. My Beak. I missed a show by a nose. <laughs> by, by a, a nose. nose. By a nose or by a snout. Let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Danny B. Doug, what do you got? the game today, a special game here at the Breeders' Cup. Pony or phony? And for the final time, John Ramos will be taking part. This is where we give names of horses to Doug and John. I believe this was the first show that did it. Others have tried to copy it and have been unable to do so. And you guys have to decipher if this horse is actually racing in the Breeders' Cup this weekend here at Santa Anita or if it's a phony and I made it up. Doug, we'll start with you. First of three wins. Uh, win by two if possible. What about Skippy Longstocking? Is that a horse? Skippy is that a pony or is that a phony? Skippy. I'm going to go phony. Oh. No, that is a pony wow. racing here. Wow. I would have said phony. Too. I would. I would. I would. Sounds like a name that you would give like a little dog, right? And then the person Hello, would be like, "Skippy Longstocking." Yeah, yeah Skippy Longstocking. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so cute. Um, but anyway, uh, Skippy Longstocking is going to be running in the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile on Saturday. All right, John, you are up on serve. What about Kid Kneestone? Is that a pony or is that a phony? <laughs> Kid Kneestone. That is going to be a phony because I had a Kidney Stone. You did. Yes, part I of your 14-year <laughs> tenure here at Fox Sports Radio. That's true. There is not a horse named Kid Kneestone. So, John, you're up <laughs> one to nothing. All right, Doug. What about Thanksgiving off? Is that a pony uh, or is that a phony? Let's go... Let's go pony. That is incorrect. It's oh. what John will finally have for leaving oh. Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> That's right. So I have to work all Thanksgiving. You're right. <laughs> he will finally have Thanksgiving yep. off. Got to pick one. That's all what they said. Man. All right. What about my boy Prince, John? Is that a pony or a phony? You're up one nothing. I know. You could take a commanding 2-0 lead well, I here. It, I thought it was up 2 nothing. Then I You're get up the, one nothing. Oh. Yeah, you don't get a point because Doug got it wrong. Oh. Otherwise, the game would be over. <laughs> We'd have four minutes to fill. Uh, Prince or nothing? My boy Prince. Oh. <laughs> I would say that's a pony. It is. Yes. It is. Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. It's a Canadian horse. There is also a story with that. John's wife, Suzanne, a huge Prince fan. She is. John, at Super Bowl 52, asked me if, he could, if I could get Suzanne a Prince T-shirt. When I was in the Twin Cities. 
He did it during the national anthem of Super Bowl 52. Like, we were there all week, Doug. We were there all week long. But during the national anthem, as the Eagles and Patriots are about to play, John's like, can you get Suzanne a print shirt? She is a big fan. That's a bad timing on my part. (laughs) All right. All right. Al's nightmare. Doug, is that a pony or phony? I'm going to go pony. It is a phony. It is uh, next week's Thursday night game between the Panthers and Bears (laughs) for Al Michaels. I don't even think they promoted it last night. I don't remember at any point. I saw the Bears on Sunday night. That's the worst football team I've seen in a long time. I don't think at any point they were like, Bryce Young and DJ Moore looks to get revenge. I don't remember (laughs) one promo to look ahead to Thursday night football uh, at all. All right, John, final one. If you get this right, the game is over. Shocking. Say my name. I would say that is a phony. John Ramos, you are a winner. You are correct. Beyonce, baby. But that is also what we wanted 38% of the people to do on their messages to you. But they didn't. (laughs) They didn't. So it was just random people saying, hey, John, we're going to miss you here. There was no. one. There was one time Dan and I looked at Jason and said, "Who is this?" <laughs> didn't even know who they were because they didn't say their name at the front. Yet they're supposed to let the rest of the country know who, who was they it? are. Who was I don't it? know. There were, there were I know so you're many. talking about. There was a couple. You're like, I don't know who that is. Hey John, we're gonna miss you. I knew Jay Moore was one. one of them. He did not. Uh, he did. He did not uh, say his name. Yeah. No, but there were there were a bunch of people that that didn't. You and have a you have a pool of people that work in the audio <laughs> industry. Right. And they didn't just put two and two together and be like, I should probably say my name so the listener knows who I am. <laughs> it's a listener well, thing. We're, we're also know. told never assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Assumed. What about, uh, game's over, but wind me up. What would you think? Is that a horse here at the Breeders' Cup? Wind uh, me up. I'm going to go phony. I say pony. It is a pony, yes. Running in the Breeders' Cup juvenile a bit later on today. Mm. What about desperate measures? Mm. Mm, pony. Phony. I agree with Doug. It is. It's the uh, NBA in-season tournament. Trying to get people. Trying to get people now. Care and about <laughs> that. It's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Who was it? Who's the current NBA player? Who they asked about the in-season tournament? He's like, I don't even have any idea how it works. I'm guessing he speaks for a large portion yeah. of players. It, re- it really <laughs> is. Sure. I've had people reach out to me. They're like, did you do this when you're uh, playing overseas? And the answer is yes. It, it, you play in a national cup. The difference is you play both first and second division. So, I mean, there could be a world. I mean, look, if they really want to do it, they should incorporate European teams, the FIBA teams. That would be, that would be a great watch. That would be fun. Right, decide what rules you're playing in and play the FIBA ones. I don't think they'll do that because the NBA, you know, they – they want to secure the bag with their own TV rights, with their own style of play, and the last thing they want to have happen is one of their teams lose. So, um, could you do the G League? Could you could you have the G League teams in there? They wouldn't win. They would probably wouldn't compete, but that would be sort of a parallel. Occasionally, a second division team does make a run in a national cup. Otherwise, yeah, you're just kind of re- you're you're trying to no these games. They don't matter, but they matter more than the other ones that don't matter. Yeah. Yep. That's. A great summation. I also will find it interesting what the atmosphere will be like when the team wins. Because I think we will mock whatever celebration that there is. Well, they'll be in Vegas. Yes. So they'll have a good time. And I think that the NBA will want them to celebrate. I'm sure there will be T-shirts. I'm sure there will be hats. 
and then we will make memes of it when it's done. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, probably. Prob- probably. All right, we got a lot to get to in the, uh, the second hour of the show before we get to uh, the podcast, which will be live from the Breeders' Cup. Game time, by the way, remember, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, we will talk some ponies next hour, but coming up next, we'll get you ready for a crazy weekend, including the last Bedlam ever, question mark, question mark, and great college slate, good pro slate. I'll give you my five for picks. Five picks college, five picks pros. That's all next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.